Welcome, Aaron. You're back to be tappy sports. It's taken a little post World Cup break, uh, a few more yeah. weeks, a few more weeks than uh, than the than most of the players. Uh, well, what do you well, what do you do on your break, uh, Timsy? No, oh, I attended the birth of my third nep, uh, uh, not nephew, second nephew. <laughs> I mean, I didn't actually attend. Yeah. I didn't actually attend the birth. Just making you references, birthed. making you, references you mid, mid, to midwifery. Uh, <laughs> Always been good on the midwifery. <laughs> Midwif. Uh, and that was that. That took up uh, about a day. About a day during yeah. the break. Uh, mid-season yeah. break. Spent some time in Dubai. Thought about taking the kids to um, Disney World in Florida. Uh, and uh, that's basically it. Just really enjoyed the uh, the the off season. Didn't do any beep tests or anything like that. Uh, yeah. So sat around and uh, ate and drank a lot. Uh, yep. How was your uh, How was your off season? Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, what'd you get up to? God, <laughs> <laughs> oh, not much. Just what you know, hung out. Yeah. Cool, <laughs> great. Yep, great. What a great, what a great uh, off season that. Great was. podcast material. Great podcast material. All right. Well, look, the Premier League is back. Feels like it never went away. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it's week two. Week two. This is going to be. Uh, I think. I think we'll keep this uh, this episode short and sharp. Uh, we'll just do a run through of uh, the various happenings uh, around uh, around the league, and just uh, get on a run. And then any other uh, curios in the rest of uh, European and world football. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Les Murray's back, <laughs> and uh, I'll tell you about my uh, my uh, dealings with uh, Optus Sport. And the uh, subscription that I've got for the uh, for the upcoming season. So yeah. with, without uh, without uh, <laughs> further ado, <laughs> do we? Does Australia have a new do, prime minister yet? Do uh, do uh, <laughs> Tony Tony Abbott? Uh, He's Pete, back. Peter Dutton. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Dutton. <laughs> prime Minister Dutton. Um, anyway, anyway, moving on. Uh, yeah, Premier oh, League. non-partisan podcast. Non-partisan podcast. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Emery should uh, Arsenal should they bring back Wenger? <laughs> um, Emery has a very good uh, sort of open hand goal celebration. Oh yeah. If you notice that, yeah. He's sort of. Uh, kind of, he doesn't clench, clench the fists. There's no clenching. It's no. just kind of like open. It's like sort of a, a static jazz hand kind of thing that he yeah. does. Well, so that's that's a good sign. He also, that's a good sign. Yeah, yeah. He also does that. Uh, we're obviously talking about the uh, Arsenal Chelsea game played on uh, on uh, Saturday afternoon, I believe it was. Uh, yeah. And uh, what was also good about the uh, Emery gesticulations were the yeah. um, exhortations to the heavens as uh, Ob- Obemayang and 
Uh, I mean, he's one of those players we have to put on the accent. Yeah. You don't have any options. Otherwise, you're just calling him Obama. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, Obama the, Young. The, and the Armenian uh, Mkhitaryan. Mkhitaryan. Uh, Mr. What I mean, what really ha- can only be described as sitters. I mean, they, both of those yeah, chances, both and then they, then Mkhitaryan <laughs> makes the most difficult one of them all. <laughs> yeah, it's did, a did, classic did, Arsenal, yeah. just oh. specialist Arsenal podcast here. Um, <laughs> specialist podcast. Yeah, um, yeah. So Emery, Emery, uh, the exhortations to the heavens, the frustrations with his strikers, oh. um, open the open palm. Uh, goal celebrations and you know just generally the uh, the very uh, comic voice you know yeah. the kind of uh, ah, what what things what is it is it he's that guy from the uh, youth hostel in Athens circa nineteen you know, you expect a bit of command on the on the training pitch and on the sideline during during match day uh, situations, <laughs> and uh, and instead this guy sort of comes out with this this sort of silly high pitched voice. You know, how how can he be taken seriously? I mean, that said, um, let's focus on on what's really important, which is the appearance of the managers and and their voices. And uh, I thought. Uh, Maurizio, <laughs> Maurizio, <laughs> Maurizio Sarri as a good sort of, just that kind of. <laughs> Sarri with this sort of weird body and it's big. It's like, it's like, it's like he's recovering in hospital or something. <laughs> Get a smaller T-shirt or something, or do something about the gut, the set of the thin arms with the gut. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. So he's he's got a good look as well. Yeah, it's not uh, it's it's not great. I mean, clearly, this uh, this podcast has found has found its post World Cup stride. I mean, one that focuses exclusively on the physicality of the managers, I think, is uh, yeah. Yeah, it's an underexplored uh, niche. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a good niche. Rich, rich, yo, Sari's niche. Yeah, sorry. I mean, the other. Um, just turning to the football for a brief second. The other um, yeah. thing mm. about the uh, the other talking point, as it were, from the Chelsea Arsenal match was uh, Murata actually mm. scoring a goal, uh, which I don't think. I mean, I don't. I don't remember him scoring really ever. Uh, having said that, I didn't watch a whole lot of Chelsea last uh, last season. Yeah, but um, he, did, he did. He did a lot of you know. Well, he was quite good in the first half of the season, but he did a lot of you know just headers and tap ins and stuff. So that goal was like a proper. Yeah, yeah. That was that was that was, I would describe that as Costa esque. Yeah, yeah. He sort of lost his defender a bit, and 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 it was a very nice finish. But um, yeah, yeah, Barata Barata doesn't um, Barata doesn't really. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, he's he's never going to be up to much. I mean, he's sort of a bit of a yeah. You know, he's one of those classic strikers who goes to Chelsea and and is never very good. Yeah, um, kind of a Torres sort of Torres figure. Torres, but um, Matthias Cashman. What if yeah, happened I mean, to him? <laughs> Salomon Kadou. <laughs> 
what about uh, what about the other guy? Uh, the Romanian drug taker. What was his name again? Who? Oh, Mutu. <laughs> Mutu. <laughs> Adrian Mutu. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's still got a bit of a, a bit of a problem with the uh, striker situation to the Chelsea's, but you know they've got. Hazard and Bidlow uh, up front, and yeah. that's all. Uh, that's all a pretty good com- sort of consolation prize, isn't yeah. it? Any team that has uh, Hazard uh, is likely to be uh, likely to be pretty good. And he did. He did make the difference when he uh, came on. Um, I think it must be a bit, just a bit of a letdown when you ha- when you have all this talk about Real Madrid. You're yeah, very interested. Barcelona, mm. and then you yeah. kind of turn up. You sort of turn up to to Chelsea, and it's all same old, same old. Apart from some uh, uh, geriatric who looks like he should be in a in a in a, a care ward, who's actually sitting in the manager's office. Uh, probably, uh, yeah, it's we, probably yeah. probably a bit disappointing, really. Yeah, it's like he should be sort of sitting in the. In the prison, not in the in the hospital, you know, sort of outdoor area, <laughs> yeah. wheelchair, sort of smoking a cigarette and still with the little tag on his wrist. That's right. You know, um, just waiting for Robin Williams to sort of give him some motivational speech. Yeah, yeah. What's that crap film? <laughs> Robin Williams. Well, come in, and I spoke to him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. With Robert um, etc. Um, anyway, yeah. well, that's uh, uh, some, no, the, the Arsenal. Uh, they were, um, yeah, no, they were they were pleasantly uh, pleasantly ramshackle. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, they obviously should have been up, sort of, legitimately should have been up, sort of four <laughs> or five two, four or five two by half time. But um, they weren't. You know, <laughs> can't can't keep it together at the back and. Uh, I would say, yeah, the the uh, the kind of um, the experimentations in midfield are a bit, uh, you know, uh, a bit interesting. Let's say. Um, worried. <laughs> yeah, well, it's kind of Shaka. Start with Shaka. Shaka's crap. Take yeah. him off. Oh, he's actually pretty good. The team's worse without him. Yeah. But then, you know, I, I think he was trying to, you know, blood as it were. Uh, Torreira and uh, Gondozi, yeah. Gondozi, um, you know, because it feels like that's probably what he wants to have as his starting midfield combination. And I'm going to say I've been very impressed by Gondozi so far. You know, he's got, uh, he's got a wonderful flicks. passing range. The flicks and wonderful the tricks. Passing. Yeah, he does have a lot of flicks and tricks. I mean, I'm not sure um, how uh, – yeah, he's sort of been found out a bit defensively, but yeah. that's to be expected. I mean, the guys, the guys come from straight from Ligue 2, hasn't he? Yeah, I think and, so. Uh, and he's, uh, he's only 19. What, what is yeah, and he's, and, he's only, and he's only 19. But, um, you know, on the ball, his passing range is very, very impressive. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, we need uh, we need a player like him. Oh, Arsenal will need a player like him. Not a non-partisan podcast, but um, Arsenal will need a player like him. <laughs> As for and, uh, uh, Torreira. It's not... Torreira, I mean, he just looks the goods, doesn't he? Oh, with the braces. <laughs> oh, small, he's got the braces, he's got the tats. Yeah, the hair. yeah it's all there. Um, he's yeah. a natural but, successor I mean, to Patrick Vieira. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. I mean, it's 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 interesting to see what happened to his 
Um, Chelsea counterpart, apparently. He's a N'Golo Conte, an attacking midfielder now. Oh, really? Oh, really? Well, yeah, because because Sari brought in Jorginho. Oh, I and see. So, you know, it's kind of one of those things where Sari needed to bring in the player who was his sort of go-to man in his other team. Yeah. But that player actually does exactly the same thing as the best player in the world in that position who already plays for the team that the new coach is going to. Um, so he kind of has taken Conte out of the Conte position and sort of started playing him kind of as an attacking midfielder, which is a bit strange. So yeah, right. um, I'm not sure how that uh, how that dynamic is going to work out for them. Oh, sounds great. <laughs> That sounds great yep. for uh, for the Arsenal Chelsea, uh, one way or another. Um, look forward to uh, following the trials and tribulations of Arsenal. Uh, one one place above the uh, relegation zone on the table after mm. after, after two weeks. Uh, yeah, good to good to see. And I read somewhere this is the first time since is it like nineteen ninety four? Two, two, two. They've lost the first two matches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. What a thrill. Uh, yeah. Oh, they'll, they'll be fine. Not a couple decent, mid, decent mid-table side. Yeah, just dominate the middle, just dominate mid-table. Sort of like Middlesbrough in the late 90s. Just some, yeah, just some big wins over Brighton and Cardiff. Yeah, great. And uh, just, just, just run riot. Speaking of run riot, what about Manchester City? City. Uh, yeah, I watched the first half and then kind of gave up because of what it was three nil and it was clearly clearly going to be a thrashing. Yeah, you're not. I mean, you're a big town guy though, aren't you? You're big a big town. fan of town. Big town. Everyone likes town. Everyone loves town. That's apparently what you've got to call them. You can't just call them Huddersfield. You've got to call them town. Town. Big town. Old town. I mean, there there should be more sort of town teams. Too many United and City. Teams, yeah. Um, not enough, not enough town, not enough forest, not enough Wednesday, not enough athletic. Yeah, yeah, like uh, Sydney Town. What was some good, <laughs> some good A League Sydney Forest? What about old, old Sydney Town? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that'd be a pretty good expansion angle for A League. Just sort of period. Period costumes. Period. Costumes on. Yeah. Hats on. (laughs) Good. Um, uh, Yeah. But um, yeah. No town were uh, well. Town were not were not obviously not very good. But they didn't really have the opportunity to be. I mean, city were were incredible. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You can Aguero. Aguero's goals were just absurd. Sumptuous. uh, what's his name? Who was who was the the, the bloody bloke marauding down the left? Uh, I've forgotten his name. Um, oh, Mane. Mane. Mane was was brilliant. I mean, where where? Did... Uh, sa- sorry, sa- Sane. Was it Sane? Sane. Sane, not Mane. Leroy Sane and Sadio Mane. Yeah, Sane Mane Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Mane.com. Brilliant. Uh, so they were very good. Uh, you can probably call who's going to win the league already. Week two, we've called it. Yeah. Sit yep. in a it's, canter. It's done. Yeah. I mean, um, 
yeah, no, they were just, uh, you know, different class. <laughs> no, they were. They were very good. Uh, there's nothing uh, nothing further we need to say about them. Uh, let's, <laughs> let's, let's, that's, what this, that's what this podcast is going to be. Right. Yep. We'll see. City were very good. Yep. Well, I mean, I mean, Liverpool haven't played yet. Obviously, they're they're playing tonight. tonight. So uh, we just by the time this podcast goes out and um, our our faithful uh, audience uh, listens to it, uh, the result of that match will be known. Yeah. So uh, yeah, quite well done, Liverpool, on your uh, two-one defeat to Crystal Palace. <laughs> Roy Hodgson's Crystal Palace. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, so... Uh, well, speaking yeah, of no, managers, so... uh, Manchester United and uh, mm. the uh, intrigue yeah. that swirls Old Trafford. Uh, yeah. I mean, you talk about, uh, talk about the uh, physicality of the managers. Um, Mourinho's really gone downhill. I mean, he's got these ridiculous bags under his eyes. Yeah, the bags are good. <laughs> I mean, he always threatened. He always threatened to go go that in that direction. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, he's probably taken over from um, uh, Carlo Ancelotti as the biggest bags in uh, professional football. Yeah. Who else would have? Who else is up there in the in the bags in the bags? Avram Grant, maybe. Avram Grant. Grant had some good bags. Yeah. Grant was big on the bags. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just calling out for some bags. That's, that's about it. That's yep. probably about it. Adam Grant. I mean, Roy Hodgson's got... Oh, what about Sam Allardyce? Oh, Aladici. <laughs> Aladici. Aladici's got bags. He's, he's all bagged up. Um, yeah, bag. He's got, he's, got he's got the good bags. Um, anyway, uh, I don't know if you watched the, yeah. the great press conference... With Mourinho talking about his loving with Paul Pogba, uh, it was all a bit. It was all a bit. Um, it was all a bit insufferable. But uh, was it? It's a bit. It's a bit sort of uncharacteristic, or something a bit odd about it, isn't it? Because he's going out of his way to say how much he likes Pogba, but it's obvious that Pogba doesn't really like him. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know, sort of when he came out and did that. Pogba did his little thing about our attitude was bad. That not that usually sort of code? That's just code for the manager is losing the dressing room, yeah? All of that sort of stuff. That's just, it's just code. It's just football code. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it's a, bit, it's a bit strange because Pogba still doesn't really – obviously Mourinho is never going to allow Pogba to play with the freedom that he – Played with um, for the French, yeah, yeah. But also, but you know, Mourinho obviously came out after the World Cup and said, "Oh well, you know, I hope he realizes why he was so good," which I think probably pissed Pogba off a, a little bit. Um, you know, it's implying obviously that the discipline that he showed for the French was um, what allowed him to kind of have a bit more freedom going forward, and that's sort of what he needs to. Display for Manchester United as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, that's just not the way that Mourinho plays. I mean, essentially because Deschamps sort of put players onto the field and just basically let them do whatever they want. Um, <clears throat> they sort of figured it out for themselves. But Mourinho's got a very, obviously got a very structured and, and inhibiting way of, of putting his teams out. Yeah. Um, 
you know, motivated as much by it's it's as much motivated by the desire to prosecute some weird and losing um, culture war against Pep as it is by any desire for efficiency and sort of to get results or whatever on the, on the field. Yeah, you um, think he's still driven yes. by this pathological uh, hatred of uh, Guardiola. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, they pretend to be friends now. I saw that, you know, even when Mourinho tried to bait him with those comments about um, the documentary that City have released. Yeah. Um, you know, Guardiola is quite gracious in reply. But, um, yeah, no, I think he, he definitely thinks that, you know, I mean, if you accept that the two kind of um, leading thinkers in uh, the sport today are probably Guardiola and maybe Klopp, Kloppy as well. Um, they embody a certain Thomas, Thomas, style. Thomas Tuchel. Tuchel. Yeah, Tuchel, Tuchel. Um, you know, Mourinho sort of, I, I think the fact that he's not one of these, held up as one of these great, uh, you know, sort of philosophers of the game and a great aesthete and, you know, his, his sport is, uh, just going to Malcolm Turnbull here, his sport is uh, <laughs> a great aesthete and, he's, you know, his, his teams are so utilitarian and kind of functional and they don't, they're not fun to watch and all that kind of stuff. I think, you know, that, that, does, that does get to him and he kind of, instead of trying to make them um, fun to watch, which his teams used to be, of course. I mean, the early Chelsea teams were, were very kind of buccaneering yeah. uh, with, you know, bloody Arjen Robin and uh, Damien Duff down the flanks, but um, <laughs> Duff, Duff down the side. Um, you know, he, he sort of just kind of um, really, you know, dug in and decided that he's just going to be the anti-football football manager just just to sort of spite everyone kind of thing. Yeah, um, yeah. And I mean, he's he's a he's a brilliant character, obviously, and he's very entertaining and uh, great to listen to, and all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, I don't know. He just seems it, the whole routine just seems very tired now, and he looks tired, as you say. I mean, there's the bags under the eyes. He never used to have those. Yeah. Um, and of course, he is older, so that's naturally what happens with the aging process. But uh, uh, yeah, no, the whole routine just feels tired. The team looks tired. There's no. There's no joy. It's totally joyless. Yeah. Yeah, which sort of makes you wonder wh- why he does look so dour and so uh, unenthused about holding, you know, what what is still one of the great managerial positions in world football. Uh, I mean, you know, when you've mm. achieved as much as he has, you just sort of come across as being this crabby, uh, angry old bloke. He's like yeah. the, he's like the irate, you know, uh, geriatric who sits in the corner and sort of makes mildly racist comments and quips and whatnot, and just doesn't. No one really wants to talk to, but everyone tolerates um, comments and quips. Racist in the corner. Yeah, <laughs> comments and quips. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, as opposed to someone who's clearly much more joyful and. Uh, uh, and enjoys all aspects of their of their uh, football career. I talk mainly about Patrice Evra. That's my uh, <laughs> my um, Jared White. <laughs> I'm thinking, of course, of Patrice Evra. They said he'd never make it. 
<laughs> I don't know if if you uh, if you follow him on social media, but um, the yeah, uh, a little bit. The uh, the uh, routine he did in the in the in the Arab headdress and the kefir and the chicken when he was putting the drumsticks into the oven was quite yeah uh, was sort of one of the silliest things I think I've seen uh, from him and that's uh, and that's saying something just the way he kind of danced around the kitchen holding the drumsticks putting the what uh, was he what was he doing this for this was just on his on his uh, on his Instagram. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't follow Jared Waitley on Instagram. <laughs> Not Jared Waitley, bloody Patrice Evra. Waitley. So what has Evra done now? Just Google Patrice Evra chicken. Okay. okay. I'm going to Google that right now. You're bound to get something don't. out. Yeah. Don't adjust your sets. <laughs> Googling Patrice Evra Sheikh loves chicken and he shows it in the Arab style. Is this what? Um, this is it. Is this what? Wow. Continues in this in this vein for about a minute. Uh, yeah, that's that's what you know. Uh, One hundred and fifty grand a week does for you. Yeah, he said. It is also when you Google Patrice Everett chicken. There's a story from ESPN from June. Patrice Everett, if Cristiano Ronaldo invites you over for lunch, <laughs> just say no. <laughs> <laughs> The food will be too healthy and you will end up having to exercise even more. Oh. Yep. Well, there you go. Patrice Evra, fan favourite, firm fan favourite. Um, Not because – I will give I will give advice to anybody. When Cristiano invites you for lunch, just say no. Not because of the food but because it feels like a training session over there. <laughs> he asked me to come after training. I was really tired but the table was just salad and plain white chicken, just water, no juice. We started eating and I thought some big meat was coming after that, but nothing. He just finishes and starts playing with the pool. I just finished eating, but we start playing two-touch. Then he wants to go to the pool to swim afterwards, some jacuzzi, sauna. Then I say, why are we here? Do we have a game tomorrow? That's what I recommend to anybody. And Cristiano asks you for lunch to his house. Just say, don't. Don't go. He's a machine. Never wants to stop training. Being serious. There we go. There you go. No, that's good. It's good content. Good one, Patrice. What about Everest? What about the quote further in, further in that article? He was playing table tennis with Rio Ferdinand, and Rio beat him, and we were all screaming. Ronaldo was so upset, so he sent his cousin to be to be a table tennis table, and was training for two weeks at home. And he came back and beat Rio in front of everyone. <laughs> That's Cristiano Ronaldo. That's why I'm not surprised that he wants to win another Ballon d'Or, win the World Cup, because he is an angry man. <laughs> That's the that's the mentality of a, a true champion. That's what it takes. True champion. 
That's what it takes to be a striker for uh, old Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Good. Well, uh, what else can we talk about? Uh, we've managed to uh, actually chew up 30 minutes just talking about three games. We haven't even talked about, actually, we've talked about two we games. We haven't even talked about Richarlison. <laughs> He's got the potential to be one of the great Premier League strikers, apparently. They said Richarlison <laughs> would never make it. And he didn't. <laughs> 40 million pound striker for Ever Everton. Yeah. Basically, it's there to motivate um, Theo Walcott. That's, uh, that's his primary function. Um, like yeah, no, he, he, he looked good. They looked good. They're good. Um, he's great. He was good. Spurs, Spurs look good. Fulham seemed like a bit of a bust, although they did hit the uh, the woodwork a couple of times. So you got to give them time. Give them yeah. time. Yeah, back but, in the um, top flight. Yeah, but I mean, they made all those. They made all those purchases. There is splashed the cash. So. Um, you got to see what they're up to. Uh, what else? Oh, what about the um, – so that's that's it for the Premier League. Did you see the meltdown uh, that uh, Gustavo Poet had? He quit, bought his job. Oh, he was fired, actually, from uh, Bordeaux. But he had a big uh, – A big uh, – A big uh, tantrum. Just did a big tanty on it, the uh, – Did it involve – The press conference. So, je vais parler au président du club. Je vais prendre – Je vais parler mon agent. Je vais prendre une décision. Yeah, so he's good. He's gone. He's on the market. Oh. He's available. If the Emery project derails, always get Gustavo Poyet in to lead the uh, the fight against relegation. Yeah, I mean he's got he's got experience with uh, uh, inner London clubs. Yep, Gustavo. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, I didn't. Uh, I didn't Stop. actually watch the uh, watch the Poyet uh, 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 press conference, uh, but or the Spurge, uh, the Spurge. <coughs> well, yeah, all the all the Spurs match. Uh, but look, it seems as though we're in for uh, you know just a wonderful, it's a wonderful season. Uh, what else has been happening around uh, uh, around the other leagues? I see. Uh, you know, uh, Gareth Bale sort of scored a scored a goal finally. Uh, yeah, you know, team's just been remolded around him. Yeah, yeah. What about all this business about Wayne Rooney? Uh, you know, going Welcome. off from playing in in the MLS and putting in long balls for sort of middling strikers to knock into the back of the net. Should he? Uh, should he have stayed in the uh, in Europe, as it were? Um, no, I mean, no, this is, this is good. This is a good sort of level for him, you know, I mean, it's not, it's not good for MLS. Um, <clears throat> cause you know, they've still got the same problem that the A-League has where they want to kind of get away from being seen as the retirement home for past it European stars, but that's still essentially the thing that, you know, Gets the gets the bums on the seats, yeah. and I mean, yeah, obviously it's, they are still good players. I mean, Zlatan is is still good and still uh, 
you know, performing well uh, for uh, LA. But yeah, no, there's all the whole, it's the same conversation that people have in the A-League where they're like, you know, oh, we just need to be a breeding ground for young talent, you know, to, to get snapped up by uh, Manchester City and then loaned out to Celtic or whatever. G- um, Ghent, FC Bruges. Um, yeah, uh, uh, NEC Jimjin or whatever it's called. Um, I mean, speaking of the A-League, uh, maybe we could yeah. finish up by, you know, talking about uh, one of the young recruits, um, also known as the fastest man in the world. Uh, mm. You know, mm. uh, Usain, Usain Bolt. Uh, Usain. Yeah. <laughs> Usain. <laughs> Kudo. <laughs> The <laughs> um, uh, so way he's—he's, he's, I think he's on the central coast as we speak. Um, he's up there. He's in Gosford. You could drive up there and see him. <laughs> Go to the Central Coast Mariners Leagues Club. What's the what's yep. the crap leagues club next to the ground? Ah, uh, it's just it's just a just a leagues club. Just a typical. typical. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah. Um. Uh, I forget what it's called, but it's very, uh, it's very exciting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He could, yeah. So he's up at Blue Tongue right now, just doing some stretches and and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So look, I mean, is it a joke or is it something that, uh, you know, it's the kind of thing that the A League, uh, the A League should encourage? Uh, I think it's a bit of a joke. I don't, yeah, I no, I don't think the A League should be encouraging it. I mean, it's not hard to see why they've done it because, um, you know, it's brought some publicity to them but I'm not sure that that's even really all that particularly useful and having him there is just going to be a distraction I mean the whole point with the Central Coast Mariners was that they were always you know the community club and they cared about the grassroots and all that kind of stuff yeah. that was sort of what their what their what their point of differentiation was and now they've gone out and made you know the most silly kind of splashy publicity stunt move um, imaginable for an A-League club. Yeah. And, I mean, he's not he's not like – no one thinks that he's actually good at football. I mean, he, he trialed at all these other clubs. He trialed at Dortmund and other places like that, and, and the trials didn't go anywhere. So, yeah, and, and yeah, he's fast. But, I mean, so, so what, man? <laughs> so what? Where's your end product? You yeah. saying? Yeah. yeah. What's your first touch like, mate? Or oh, Bolt? <laughs> nice first touch, Bolt. Uh, not to be confused so, with Andrew Bolt. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't, I don't think that's going to go anywhere. Yeah. And I mean, you know, you know, he's just playing them, and he'll, you know, probably some club in China or, you know, in, in the Emirates, in the Emirates, the, the Donald go, Trump, China. <laughs> China. Um, or the Emirates or, you know, even an MLS club will come in and probably steal their thunder and offer their money or something. He's just using, he's just using the Central Coast. Yeah. yeah. They, they know that. They know that. Yeah, being used. They're using you, buddy. He's using yeah. you. Uh, yeah. Good. Oh, well, well, on that note, this has been, uh, this has been a real survey of international football. Um, mm. I think uh, I think we'll see we'll see where we get to uh, with uh, Liverpool tonight, and uh, who yeah. who who does Arsenal uh, play this week? I haven't actually looked at the draw. Yeah. Um, let's just uh, 
Let's just uh, pick up on that. Yeah, let's have a look. Okay, just get a, get a quick pick up there. Oh, um, West Ham. Arsenal will be playing West Ham. There we go. Jack Wilshere. Yeah. Oh. Luke Wiltshire. Wiltshire <laughs> 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 oh, and Wiltshire. Um, good chance. To, yeah, West. Uh, go down. You know, concede nine points in the first three weeks. Yeah, that could be good. That could be very good. And uh, City are playing Wolves. That'll be another thrashing. Yeah, I bet um, Wolves sitting like third on the table at the moment. Yeah, but, you know, it's just a dead cat bounce, mate. Dead okay. cat bounce. Uh, Liverpool, Brighton could be quite good. Well, Brighton looked uh, – Brighton, but, yeah, dominated Manchester United. So mm. they're, they're looking – they're sitting pretty. I mean, that's the Poyet, the Poyet effect. Yeah. Um, oh, United and, Spurs. Uh, Spurs, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good one. That's a good one. New, Newcastle, Chelsea. I mean, Newcastle have been um, – well, Kennedy, Kenno missed a penalty right at the end of their match over the weekend. But, um, yeah, they, they, haven't, uh, they haven't been great, Newcastle. But, uh, yeah, no, that's, uh, that's interesting. What's right. Arsenal after that? We'll be playing Cardiff. There we go. First points of the season coming up <laughs> two weeks from now. Yeah. It's great. September. Um, yeah, just settle in for spring. Yeah. It's a non-partisan, non-partisan podcast. But, yeah. um, <clears throat> right. okay. On that note. Yeah. On that note, uh, see you in, uh, uh, see you in two race weeks. Note. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. See you. Thanks, mate. Bye. Bye. Yep. Bye. Bye. Bye.